Reported on Complex.com is the headline, Jay-Z performs new freestyle at Webster Hall. Gentrify your own hood before these people do. This article is written by Abel Sharifra. I apologize if I pronounce your name wrong. It says here in the article that Jay-Z reopened New York City's Webster Hall on Friday night for a B-side show and shared a new freestyle. Uh, so some of the lyrics uh, quoted here within the article is, uh, gentrify your own hood before these people do it. Claim eminent domain and have your people move in. That's a glimpse into what Nipsey was doing for anybody still confused as to what he was doing. So I wanted to to look into this. And before we do that, let's provide enough context and perspective uh, to understand what's going on here. Uh, First, let's understand what was happening that night. Uh, The stage for the show was outfitted with a massive Rockefeller chain. Tickets were going for upwards of $1,000 on a secondary market, according to WABC. Jay-Z also brought out Nas, Cameron, and Jim Jones to the East Village venue. Uh, The article continues uh, with videos where it says check out some of the moments, more videos, and the article ends. So there's nothing really in-depth about it. But I I want to look at some of the uh, reactions that are coming from this freestyle. Because I've noticed some troubling commentary, some troubling ways that people are looking at this. Uh, Some people are upset with Jay-Z because of his words. So first, let me say this. My, My life is not moved by celebrities. Yes, there is a podcast that exists, and many of the podcast episodes stem around possible famous people, which I told you in one of our first episodes, Fame is an Illusion. Uh, But that really is just a way for us to all have a connecting story that we can all relate to and have a conversation around a bigger issue. It is never meant to focus on celebrity or fame. It is meant to focus on the issue and the opportunity to learn and grow. So for those who are moved so much by what Jay-Z lyrics say, it really shouldn't matter what he said. Honestly, either way, whether it was positive or negative, what doesn't matter? It's just somebody saying something. The only reason why you're giving it any weight or value is because a guy named Jay-Z is saying it, a guy named Sean Carter is saying it, and you believe that his voice reigns more valuable than yours. So now that we got that out of the way, there are some key things that were said in the freestyle that I think maybe we should look up. I think the first thing that stands out is understanding gentrification. So he's telling you to to gentrify your own neighborhoods. And so what does it mean? So gentrification is a process of renovating and improving a house or a district so that it conforms to middle class taste. The process of making a person or activity more refined or polite. Gentrification is a process of renovating uh, urban neighborhoods by means of the influx of more affluent residents. 
This is a common and controversial topic in politics and in urban planning. So I wanted to give a little bit more context to this. Uh, Also, gentrification can improve the material quality of a neighborhood while also potentially forcing relocation of current established residents and businesses, causing them to move from a gentrified area seeking lower cost housing and stores. So a lot of people, what their main issue is with gentrification is the people that were there before are going to be forced out. They're going to have to go to less desirable uh, areas than they currently are in. And many people get upset about this. And there's two schools of thought. One school of thought is, well, if they want to stay there, they should up their money. They should figure out ways to increase their value and add more value to the marketplace, which would then increase their revenues, which would then allow them to stay anywhere they want to. A a second school of thought would say they shouldn't have to. This is their home. You know, how dare you raise up these prices? How dare you cause them to have to go anywhere else than where they are now? It's a huge problem. And so uh, when you continue looking at gentrification, uh, some commentary around it is that it often shifts a neighborhood's racial, ethnic composition and, and average household income by developing new, more expensive housing, businesses and improved resources. Conversations about gentrification have evolved as many in the social scientific community have questioned the negative connotations associated with with the word. One example is that gentrification can lead to community displacement for lower income families and gentrifying neighborhoods as property values and rental costs rise. However, every neighborhood faces unique challenges and reasons for displacement vary. So the people who are outraged by the freestyle they're upset because they're saying, well, Jay-Z, are you saying that you're going to gentrify your own neighborhood, force out your own people and bring in other people? I don't think that's what he meant. We don't know. You know, the word gentrification or gentrify is such a loaded word now that so many people have taken it to mean so many different things. So here's what I think he meant. But we never assume I live by the four agreements. I can't assume anything, but I can't interpret it. I think what he's saying in in the most simplest way possible is find a way to own the commercial real estate, own your district, own your block, own that piece of land and take it to a more refined area. Take it to a more refined, modern day version of where it is today and raise the prices in your own neighborhood, and then make sure that the people around you have the necessary resources and tools and businesses to then afford said place. It's it's not just one thing. It's not just let's redo the houses and then charge $500 more. It's let's redo the houses. Let's get the businesses together. Let's make sure that everybody in the neighborhood, um, if they were making 30000 before, let's make sure they're making forty or 50 Let's find ways to improve the entire neighborhood so not only uh, does the neighborhood get better, but the people do too. That That is what I, I took from it. So let's let's look at the lyrics again, because I think it's important to go back and, and look at it. Gentrify your own hood before these people do it. So it's going to happen regardless, because what happens is in time, you're going to have to update 
certain buildings. You're going to have to update certain areas of a city in order to keep up with the times. You can't have buildings from the 60s uh, in the in the 2020s. You're going to have to improve. <laughs> you're going to have to improve these properties. So either you're going to do it or somebody else is going to do it because it's the game of real estate. The game of real estate will never change. And then 10 years from now, there'll be other buildings that were in the 70s that now we got to go do. And then 10 years later, there'll be buildings from the 80s that need to be redone. And then the 90s. And then one day, there'll be buildings from the 2020s that are being built today that 20, 30, 40 years from now will need to be gentrified and, and be made better. And so the the word gentrification has become such a loaded word because of other words that have been used with it. And we'll talk about that in one moment. So then he says, claim eminent domain. Well, I think that's the key here. I don't think it's necessary. You know, I know the focus is on gentrification, but I really think the focus should be on uh, claim eminent domain. Because what does that mean exactly? <laughs> I mean, what does claiming eminent domain actually gather up to? Well, let's take a look. Because I think once we look at the equity of language, then we can understand the meaning of what he is saying. So, eminent domain. Eminent domain in the United States refers to the power of a state or the federal government to take private property for public use while requiring just compensation to be given to the original owner. I'll read that again. Eminent domain in the United States refers to the power of a state or the federal government to take private property for public use while requiring just compensation to be given to the original owner. It can be legislatively delegated by the state to uh, government subdivisions or even to private persons or corporations when they are authorized to exercise the functions of public character. The property may be taken either for government use or by delegation to third parties who will devote it to public or civic use or in some cases to economic development. The most common uses of property taken by eminent domain are for government buildings and other facilities, public utilities, highways, and railroads. However, it may also be taken for reasons of public safety, as in the case of Centrala, Pennsylvania, where land was taken due to an underground mine fire. Some uh, jurisdictions require that the condomer make an offer to purchase the subject property before resorting to the use of eminent domain. Wow. So, eminent domain... (laughs) is when the government steps in to take over a property. So let's back up. Gentrify, this is the lyrics from Jay-Z. Gentrify your own hood before these people do it. These people do it. These people. Who are the, who is these people? And then the second line is claim eminent domain and have your people move in. Have your people move in. Claim eminent domain. So when you claim eminent domain, you are claiming, make sure we pull this up here, the right of a government or its agent 
to private property for public use with payment of compensation. So I'm not sure of the full strategy here, but it would sound like if someone were to take over this property, the people should be able to get paid for it. Because what happens is, <laughs> what happens is right now, people are being ran out. They don't own anything. They don't own it. So if the government were to take it over, if the government were to take it over, there's no compensation going to uh, back to the community. But what if you own the building? And this is just my interpretation. I could be reading this totally wrong. But what if you own the full building as a commercial property, right? And you claim eminent domain. The government can say, okay, well, we'll take this off of your hands because maybe, you know, doing the necessary things to improve this uh, building is, is not, you know, we're not able to do it. Or maybe they're willing to cut the check for you to improve the property. Perhaps that, that's how deep it could go. I've never dealt with eminent domain, but I'm I'm studying it right now as we speak, right? And so you claim eminent domain so the government can write you a, a check. You can improve the building. You own the building. And so perhaps you are able to still keep your people in it instead of giving it away to someone else. This is just a thought. Claim eminent domain. I got you, Jay. I hear you. And so that's a small glimpse into what Nipsey was doing for anybody still confused as to what he was doing. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting information, Jay. And so Jay-Z gives us that information along with more information within his freestyle. And we give him props for that. Uh, Once again, I don't move off of what Jay-Z says. You know, if he says go left, I don't necessarily have to go left. But I do respect people when they've uh, put a nice contribution to the to the culture. Here's where it gets tricky, though. What wasn't mentioned, as far as I know, is the word redlining. Because he redlining. Along with gentrification then changes the entire game because see, redlining is a refusal of a loan or insurance to someone because they live in an area deemed to be poor financial risk. So the area, so they will redline certain areas in a community. Those same areas are the ones that investors will come in and gentrify, which we'll say is a positive word. We'll say gentrify means to make something better for this argument in this episode. Okay, so before the investors come in to make it better, which is what investors are supposed to do, they're supposed to invest their money and make things better. There's nothing wrong with that by itself. What the problem is, is before they came in, there was a redlining issue where the banks weren't giving to certain people for them to buy in that area. So if I wanted to go to the bank and purchase this apartment building or purchase this area, the bank would deny me because of where it's been redlined at. But somebody else who already has the necessary funds could either uh, get approval or they don't need approval from the bank. And now they can step in, have the advantage to acquire uh, these buildings, uh, 
raise the rents up and now the redlining would go away. And so it's not just the gentrification part that is the issue. It's the redlining that then makes gentrification this evil twin. It, 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 it turns something that could be a beautiful thing, which is an investor coming in to improve a community, improve a district, uh, improve an area. From residential to commercial to all these different uses. That's what investors do. That's what I do. That's what other people in this space do. They see an opportunity and they say, we can make that better. And hey, we can make profit too. I am an investor. I want to give back to my community and we applaud you for that. But it's the redlining that then muddies up everything. It's the redlining. So when, when I talk about redlining, is there anything in the, in the news right now that is talking about redlining? You guessed it. Yes, there is. Uh, right now, Credit Union Journal, one day ago, talks about how Brooklyn Credit Union is tackling lingering effects of redlining. This is uh, written by Melissa Engel, April 26. A Brooklyn Credit Union and a nonprofit have teamed up to address the effects of redlining. Minority communities have long been discriminated against when getting mortgages and other financial services, particularly among black neighborhoods. And you can read the rest. And so this is this is still happening. This is a day ago. There's a story here a month ago from New York Times where it says Facebook faces a reckoning for redlining. The government says that advertising designed to exclude certain groups violates a Fair Housing Act. Wow. So not only has redlining been in the past, but now it's gone digital. So when you look into this article and you look at redlining, it says Facebook, which says it was surprised by the HUD suit, argues that it has already taken significant steps to prevent advertising discrimination, such as removing age, gender, and zip code targeting from housing, credit, and employment ads. It further said that it was eager to reach an agreement with HUD, and it, as it did with the Fair Housing Coalition, but that agency had insisted on access to sensitive information. So this thing has gone digital now. Elizabeth Warren, five days ago on The Grio, says Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren vows to help families affected by racist housing. Uh, another article a day ago, Curbed, a personal story of economic segregation, how redlining and depreciating home values closed off generational wealth for Detroit's black families. This is, this is all happening as we're speaking right in front of you. This is a constant conversation. The gentrification by itself is, okay, it's, it's tricky, right? But once you throw redlining on it, the game changes. Once you throw the redlining on it, that is where it gets muddy. That's where the problems start occurring. And that's where you have to really ask yourself, what is going on here? That's when you have to pull back a second and say, wait a second. Is there something more to this? And who's deciding this? And so here's the question. Who's deciding the redlining? Well, the, the redlining is coming from the financial institutions. So let's see who's been charged with redlining. Who has been actually charged with redlining? 
is <laughs> and because you remember a few years ago they just did a bank bailout. So I would I would be very curious to know what banks have actually been charged. And so when you pull it up and you look into the news, who's been charged with redlining? I hear everyone talking about redlining, but when I actually look up, you know, who's guilty of it, I don't see nobody coming up. Like who's actually been who's actually been taken to jail for redlining? Because it would stand to say that that would be an illegal practice. No? Well, let's look at it. Let's look at redlining. And let's look up banks that have been charged. And let's see. Redlining, the original story of institutional racism. The root. Booker Credit Union tackling... Lingering effects. We talked about that one. Impact of redlining outweighs J.P. Morgan's $3 million grant. A grant ain't uh, a settlement. It ain't anything in the courts. A new plan to make Wall Street pay for creating the foreclosure crisis. Chicago Sun-Times, two weeks ago. So it's like, yeah, we're going to make you pay, but are you actually charging these banks? St. Louis, eight hours ago. This is eight hours ago. St. Louis housing advocates look to new green lining fund to help fix broken housing market. So now they're trying to reverse it. Now they're calling it green lining. Credit denial in the age of AI. That's done by Brookings. Who's actually been charged with redlining? Nothing comes up. So we know it's an issue. We expose, oh, here we go. We expose modern day redlining in 61 cities. Find out what's happening since. This is done by Re- revealnews.org, October 25th, 2018. And they said that they found 61 uh, cities, right? So where are these 61 cities? What, what are the 61? Because I would love a list. I love a good, solid list. Now, this article is going on and on, but I don't I don't see uh, where we're getting the list of 61. A report from Reveal. Okay, here we go. All right. So as I'm looking at this, Chase rarely lends to people of color in D.C. And it's probably legal. Wow. Wow. March 22nd, 2018. Chase rarely lends to people of color in D.C. and it's probably legal. That's sad. It's 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 right in front of us and we're not doing nothing about it as a society because as a society, these people don't care. They don't care about redlining. They don't care what these bank institutions do. They'll do whatever they want to do. Pennsylvania Treasurer uh, Joe Torcella has launched an inquiry into three financial institutions that do business with the state, Wells Fargo, Santander Bank, and PNC Financial Services. In full disclosure, I have worked with Wells Fargo. I'm not familiar with any cases where I saw redlining, but would I be shocked that there was any redlining by Wells Fargo knowing the people that work there? No, I would not be shocked. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank opens branches 
will follow the Community Reinvestment Act. Yeah, I bet you will follow the Reinvestment Act. Everybody's trying to pretend like what they did wasn't wasn't illegal. Everybody's trying to follow suit now. We're all pretending like we that, that this government wasn't racist and that they didn't target uh, black people and then people of color. We all just sit back and pretend like nothing's happening. City Lab uh, magazine, The Black Butterfly, New Deal for Equity in Baltimore. Uh, Senator Warren's new bill is designed to combat modern day redlining. Everything is trying to clean up what has happened. Everything is 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 pretending as if oh this happened back then so you know oh well let's just fix it up now so we can do better. It would seem as if redlining should put some people in jail. It would it would it would make a lot of sense that that this would be illegal, and it's now happening on Facebook. To me, this is very alarming. And so what what Jay-Z is saying is bigger than gentrification. It's about the redlining. It's about the financial institutions. It's about the whole system deciding that this group of people is going to get financial uh, backing and this group of people won't. Because the gentrification is going to happen no matter what. And so if you don't take gentrification into your own hands, somebody else will. But it's hard to take it into your own hands when the redlining situation is taking place. It becomes a rigged game when you do it that way. And so here we are uncovering the truth behind the lyrics, behind the freestyle, behind the information. It's all here for you to look at. And so what I want you to ask yourself is, what am I doing to help gentrify my neighborhood. What am I doing to help gentrify the, a certain area within my city? Maybe I live on the good side, but maybe there's another side out there that I could make better. Maybe the buildings aren't where they need to be. It's not necessarily the people that are bad, but some of these uh, places and resources aren't up to standard. They're not up to par and they need to be brought to modern day Technology. So what are you doing to gentrify your neighborhood? What businesses are you buying? What residential buildings are you buying? What commercial buildings are you buying? Are you playing the game of real estate? Are you learning how you can uh, be part of that world? Are you just sitting back and letting the game unfold? You're just going to sit back and just watch it all happen? And I think that's what the lyrics were saying. You need to start doing for yourself. Because nobody's going to come across that door and save you. And yes, they're trying to fix the redlining issue now, but you can't wait on that. It's time to play a different game. Gentrification is going to happen. Are you going to do it or is somebody else going to come into your neighborhood and do it for you? And when they do it, are they going to be using redlining tactics in order to underbid you, outbid you and outperform? These are questions you have to ask yourself this day and age. The game isn't 
the game isn't let's be mad at gentrification. The game is let's be mad at the financial institutions and the redlining issue that stopped money from flowing into our communities and flowed into other communities. Because in this informational war, that was the bullet straight to the head.